Absolutely nothing in your life is going to change in 2019 unless you change something. Hello, welcome to the Bible Geek channel. As I said earlier, nothing is going to change in 2019 unless you change something. I'm not sure if you've ever heard that expression before, but it is 100% true. So today we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about your health, your finances, your mental and spiritual health. Before we go there though, let's talk about habits because the habits that you have right now, you created and you have created bad habits. They're going to have to be replaced with good habits. So everyone has habits, whether they be good or bad, and we've all created them. And in fact, bad habits are easy to create because it requires less friction. It requires less intensity. In fact, bad habits are the path of least resistance. Uh, your bad habits were easy. So being undisciplined is easy to start and hard to quit. Being disciplined is hard to start, but easy to maintain. That's right, folks. You have to start a new habit of discipline. And it's not easy. It's, it's not fun either. <laughs> I hate to say that if you want to change something in your life, it's going to require discipline. The D word. Like I said, being undisciplined is easy to start and hard to quit. Being disciplined is hard to start, but easy to maintain. So you're going to have to change your habits. You're going to have to replace your bad habits with good habits. Thirdly, we're, you're going to have to set some goals, short-term, long-term. And I know some folks hate to hear about setting goals. But at the end of the day, we all set goals. You set goals to go to McDonald's to pick up a Big Mac. You set goals to set your alarm early so you can get up and get to work. We all set goals. Goals are not evil. Uh, especially when they line up with the, the direction that you're heading. For example, you know, let's say that you have a walk with God and the goals that you set up are in line and they're in sync with the, the will of God and the word of God. Goals aren't always bad. They, they can be good. So we need to create good habits. We need to uh, set goals short-term and long-term. So let's get started with four points here. The first one is health, okay? So it's important to have good health because without it, it's hard to do anything. It's hard to get out of bed. You're talking to or listening to a man who is a cancer survivor going on 14 years. And when I had bad health, I had a difficult time simply walking to my driveway. Doing things like taking a shower exerted so much energy I could barely finish. Uh, walking to the driveway, my heart was was rapidly beating, and I had to sit and rest because it was it was like running a marathon. Yeah, that's um, that's eye opening, and it makes you remember how grateful and thankful you are to be healthy. So your your health is paramount, um, and if you think about it, you know we we've got eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a year. I'm sorry, in a day. In 10 days, that's 860,000. In 100 days, it's 8.6 million and so on. Each second is precious. Our heart beats approximately once every second. Health is paramount to, to being able to, to get anything done. 
And if you're in poor health, whether it's being overweight or you're on a bunch of medications because you abused your body, that makes it difficult to accomplish goals. It makes it difficult to change because your health is in the way. And so I, I know, let me before I go to my point, I, I know of a guy who was, man, I, I don't know his exact weight, but he was pushing 800 pounds for sure. And uh, his excuses were that he can't work out because he's too heavy. So what he did was he went to the swimming pool where it took pressure off his legs, his knees, his ankles, all his joints, and he exercised in a swimming pool like a monster. Well, guess what? He dropped all the weight. He's under 200 pounds. He's maintained that for years on end. There is a way to work out. At the gym today, I heard a guy talk about his dad who was in his 60s. His dad's in his 60s, and his dad made excuses that he can't work out because his joints hurt, his ankles hurt, his knees hurt, this and that. Folks, those are excuses. You can work out if you really want to. If it's a matter of life and death, and someone had a gun to your head, could you work out? Of course you could. The problem is, is that we don't have guns to our heads, generally speaking. We just simply don't want to discipline our bodies because it's not fun. And, it, you know, I, I'm of the mindset that it is what you make of it. And it can be fun if you want it to be fun. So working out is a discipline. You have to do it and you have to quit making excuses, folks. If your ankles hurt when you do a certain exercise, then change the exercise up. If your wrist hurt because you're doing a bench press, my, my left wrist hurts me from exerting it for several years, so I wrap it. And if wrapping it doesn't do it, then I change the exercise to something else that doesn't hurt it. Uh, my shoulder hurt me for years, I'm sorry, for, for months. Uh, I changed my diet to a ketogenic diet where I don't retain water. Uh, when you have joint pain, it's a result of inflammation. And if you if you eliminate the inflammation, the joint pain goes away. Well, guess what? My, my shoulder feels 100% better. I can finally do dips, uh, which is an exercise, exercise to uh, build your uh, biceps. And uh, I'm sorry, your triceps. And so, uh, you know, the, where there's a will, there's a way, folks. That's the, at the end of the day. If, um, if you're in a wheelchair and you feel like you can't do anything at the gym, you can do something at the gym. Get to the gym. Buy a gym. If you can't get to a gym, then do something at home. Do push-ups. Do squats. If you can't, if you can't do that, then do something. You can do it. Whoever told you you can't do it is usually yourself. And you're usually the biggest enemy of you. That six inches between your ears is generally the biggest uh, problem that all of us have. And when you look in the mirror, that's the person that's keeping you from accomplishing what you need to accomplish. I know I go on and on about working out, but it is vital to our health. Let's say you, you don't really have a desire to work out. Walk every day. Walk at least two to four miles a day. That is so beneficial to your health, you wouldn't believe it. Eating right is huge. In fact, that's 80% of your health is dietary. And uh, I'm of the the mindset or, or bent towards the ketogenic diet. It's been very good to me. I've, uh, I've lost weight. I've gained muscle. Uh, I've lost inflammation. It's a, it's a really good diet. I suggest checking out Dr. Berg, B-E-R-G. He's, he's got a very healthy uh, ketogenic 
meal plan. And, and at the end of the day, it involves healthy fats, which is mostly what you eat, healthy green leafy vegetables, eight to 10 cups a day, and zero sugar and hardly any carbohydrates. It doesn't get much better than that, folks. And there's even cheat or keto desserts that are delicious. Third point in health is sleeping right. I'm still working on that. I, uh, I, I am a night owl. It's after 10 o'clock right now as I record this. I should probably be getting ready for bed. <laughs> but here I am talking to you guys. But getting up early is my next thing. In fact, the habits of the most wealthiest, if I can say that in that way, the, the most wealthy people in the world, they get up early. They get up five between 5 and 6 a.m. Now, I do get up early because uh, I have to work. Maybe not that early, but getting the right amount of sleep as well. In in fact, if let's say you, you are having a problem getting up early, at the end of the day, the body needs seven to eight hours of sleep to replenish itself, especially if you work out. Your body, a, a huge part of building muscle is recuperation. So you have to get your sleep. Your mental health is is uh, really requires sleep as well. If you don't get sleep, you're 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 not able to think as clearly uh, when you are when you have a lack of sleep you have a hard time focusing you have a hard time in fact uh, when I get a lack of sleep I, I'm required to eat more uh, for some reason I don't know if you have the same problem but that's one of my issues so that's health the next one uh, that that is uh, a requirement to change or something we need to change in 2019 would maybe be our financial health Spend less than you make. Man, what a what a hint, right? I mean, what a clue. Spend less money than you make. And um, you know, too many people, including me at one point in my life, at, at a, lot, a, a huge chunk of my life, spent more than I made. But if we simply spent less than what we made, man, what kind of difference would that make? This means... That you actually save money and you purchase things based on what you save, what you plan for. This, and this is the idea. Be on a budget. The B word. I know it's, that's a bad word for some people, but being on a budget is mandatory. You must plan out your, your dollars and cents. You control the dollars or they're going to control you. Be on a budget. Debt is bad. Stay away from it like the plague. If you can't uh, afford to pay cash, then don't buy it. I know that's hard for people to hear and hard for people to do, but it's so true. I think it's a great law to live by. Uh, Have a giving heart in a giving bank account to prove that you have a giving heart. This is simply uh, good financial sense. Next, Next topic would be mental. You need to work on you. Need to work on that six inches between your ears. I mentioned that earlier. Invest in your mental health. And some of the things that that I've learned over the years is uh, when you're mentally weak, times of trials and trouble tend to make you want to quit. You know, whenever you have some resistance, the tough stop. <laughs> no, the the tough should keep on going the tough should should persevere and keep pushing forward but the problem is as many people are spiritually i'm sorry are mentally weak we're getting to spiritual uh, matters here in the in the 
in a couple minutes here, but they're mentally weak. You have to learn to handle the no's in order to get to the yeses. And this is a good sales technique because people are are weak when it comes to getting into that kind of field and they're not ready to hear no. Sales is all about weeding through the no's to find just the, the few yeses. And and isn't that like life? Isn't isn't that like in anything you do? So it's good to have a, a strong mental psyche to be able to weather those storms. Go back to school. You know, I mean, many of you said, you say to yourself, man, if I only just got my college degree, you're not too old. If you're listening to this and you can hear me, you're not too old. Go back to school. Educate yourself. Get some certifications. Uh, learn a new trade. Why don't you think about what really interests you? What is it that really floats your boat? If And I'm copying uh, another podcast for just a brief minute here. But if I could snap my fingers and give you the salary that you desire right now to do whatever your passion is and whatever you love to do and whatever you're good at, what would it be? Here's the thing, folks. We're only going to be on our feet for uh, between 70 and 100 years of this life. One thing that I don't want to do is sit or lay in my bed as an old person waiting to die lamenting the fact that I never tried the thing in life that I was so passionate about. What about you? Have you ever considered that? What's the worst that'll happen? You'll fail. And that's okay. If you fall, get back up. Start a healthy hobby. And many of you had hobbies as a younger child. I'd say get back at it. Start your start a healthy hobby. Start something that'll help take the, the stress of life and the pressures of life off your brain, off your mind, and, and get you focusing on something that's healthy for you. And lastly, let's go to the spiritual uh, aspect of, of changing in goals in 2019. At the end of the day, the spiritual aspect of your life kind of uh, uh, makes everything else move along smoothly. When you're not right with God and when you're walking in sin, your health tends to tends to, to fail. Your finances are, are spent on things that that are of little or no value. Your mind wanders, and it uh, your your mind is is unhealthy. Um, it's thinking on things that are ungodly. And so, at the end of the day, when you commit to a vital and vibrant walking relationship with Jesus Christ. It fixes much of these things, many of these things. It may, may not fix it all. Uh, for example, if you have a, a really good walk with God, but you refuse to work, that's going to cause a financial strain in your life. If you have a close, committed relationship with Jesus Christ, and yet you continue to eat uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken like it's nothing, and you don't work out, or you continue to eat uh, donuts and cake and all kinds of crazy stuff, you're going to have a physical problem. You can still have a heart attack and be right with God. Okay, uh, But when you surrender these things to the Lord, and when you, in fact, one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. When you apply that fruit of the Spirit to all these areas, your health, your finances, and your mental area, things end up working out the way they're supposed to. So committing your life to the Lord, the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 that if you believe in your heart 
the Lord Jesus, that he died on the cross uh, and confessed with your mouth that he rose again from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. At the end of the day, salvation is a matter of you accepting Christ as your Savior, believing that he died for your sins. It's simple faith in him is what it is. Uh, Jesus said you must be born again. It's a new birth inside of you. It's where you accept the fact that you're a sinner in need of a Savior, that uh, you have a need for a Savior. Uh, until you realize that you're in sin, it's really hard for you to submit to the Savior and say, Lord, I'm in sin. I need you to forgive me for my sins, cleanse me of these sins, and give me a new life. And by simple faith, he'll make you a new creature. And it's a miracle, folks. It's an absolute miracle in your life. So I would say submit and commit to a relationship with Jesus. Develop good spiritual habits. Maybe you are a Christian, but you've got horrible habits. You've, you've got time to watch TV and time to watch sports and time to do everything else, but you've got no time to read the Bible and you've got no time to, to pray. And folks, what happened here is you've developed bad habits. And it's time to develop good spiritual habits. Get up early, like I mentioned earlier, your sleep habits. Get up early. Seek God. You know, Develop a habit of sharing your faith. Ask God for opportunities to share your faith. If you aren't growing, my friend, you're dead. You're dead. So your faith should be growing. You should be learning about the Lord. You should be finding fellowship with other believers in your area. It's so vital, folks. So here, these are the, the four aspects I'm talking about here. So if you want to change in 2019, you're going to have to change something. I would recommend, first of all, changing your spiritual uh, walk with God. And these other things, generally speaking, will begin to come in line. Your, your mental, working on you. Financial, spend less than you make. And health, working out, eating right, and sleeping right. Last point here, guys. You've got 24 hours in a day, 86,400 seconds. Let's say you sleep. Most people do. That's seven hours a night, eight hours for work, one hour for commuting, on average 30 minutes each way, one hour getting ready for work and, and winding down after work, and maybe three hours for eating meals if you eat three meals and if it takes an hour each. So I'm being a little bit generous here. At the end of the day, you still have four hours left. That's only 20 hours. What are you doing with this precious time? You've got four hours to invest in your future. What are you doing with it? This is an exercise that I ran about a year ago, and I thought, man, I'm just wasting my time watching TV, watching sports. Man, I had to quit watching football. I love sports. I love watching football, but it's such a waste of time, man. At the end of the day, and you may say, yeah, but it's entertaining and et cetera. It, it is. But you know, you're going to have to pay. One way or another, you're going to pay. And so if, if right now, if your finances are horrible, your walk with God is horrible, you're so stressed out, uh, your health is horrible, you're paying, man. You're paying right now. You're going to have to make a payment. My suggestion, folks, is find, in these four hours, find time for your health, your finances, your mental, and your spiritual walk, and things will change. Fit in your schedule. Make a plan. Stick to the plan. 
Warren Buffett says the only thing that he can't buy more of is time. He can buy anything he wants. He can't buy time. Folks, neither can you. At the end of the day, that's what we got. Let's use to make the best of it and use it to God's glory.